Hello there. Welcome to Series 1 of Satisfied. The Series 1 podcasts relate to the everyday women, ever faithful God, and the Walk from Fear to Faith Bible studies. I'm Melanie Newton, just an ordinary woman who loves the Lord and His Word. I'm so glad you've joined me for this series of podcasts that will help you trust God as you walk from fear to faith in your life. Today, you'll learn from the life of Sarah to see how to press on beyond any weaknesses that you recognize in your life. Speaking of weaknesses, don't those usually show up when something goes wrong? You know, not the way you planned or imagined. When that happens, do you feel dazed, embarrassed, or angry? You may look at your life and only see weakness. You may feel helpless as a victim of circumstances. You may dwell on your mistakes. You may focus on your inadequacy, not being enough of whatever. And sadly, other people like to point out all those weaknesses in your life too, making you feel even worse about them. Have you experienced that? Our God calls us to live by faith. Faith involves trust in a God who loves us, who cares, who can guide us, and knows all about our weaknesses. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 says that Jesus understands our weaknesses because he has been tempted in every way just as we are. We can approach his throne of grace with confidence that we will receive mercy and help in our time of need from someone who understands. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 8 that God helps us in our weakness and works for our good according to his purpose for us. That tells me that our God has bigger purposes for our weaknesses than what we see or know each step of the way. He knows what causes us fear. It doesn't matter if our fear is driven by circumstances we can't fix, or if our fear comes from making mistakes, or if our fear is caused by feelings of inadequacy. Our God is bigger than our weaknesses. He asks us to trust Him and His purpose when we don't understand. First, know this, God is bigger than your circumstances. Circumstances are those conditions affecting our lives that are beyond our control or ability to fix. Think of Sarah's circumstances. Her barrenness was out of her control. She didn't do anything wrong. And in her specific case, God had a bigger plan for her that depended on the right timing. She knew nothing about that. Sarah endured long periods of drought, which brought on the famine, which caused Abraham to go to Egypt to find grazing land for his herds, where she ended up in Pharaoh's harem. That famine wasn't her fault. She didn't do anything wrong there, yet she suffered. You may be facing your own version of desperate circumstances, health problems, lack of income, bad relationships, or problems someone else caused. Having to face those circumstances leaves you with choices. You can become whiny and bitter, or you can depend upon God to get you through them. It is even likely that you would learn to see and appreciate God's gifts to you in a greater way. God is bigger than your circumstances. If He wasn't, He wouldn't be God. You can also know that God is bigger than your mistakes. I'm always making mistakes and second-guessing myself. Do you do that? I think of mistakes as being two kinds. First kind, willingly going against clear biblical guidance about what is right and wrong. When we do that, we usually figure out pretty quickly that it's a mistake. The second kind, attempting to fix a problem 
without clear biblical guidance. When it doesn't turn out as expected, I have a tendency to regret that decision as a mistake. Do you? Looking at Sarah's life, she made one gigantic mistake that's recorded for everyone to know and point fingers at her. She took something acceptable from her culture and tried to use it to obtain the promise of God. That mistake had huge, painful consequences. But God's purpose wasn't thwarted because of her mistake. She experienced God's graciousness to her and gave birth to Isaac, the promised son. I bet everyone within earshot of Sarah for the rest of her life heard this marvelous story of God's faithfulness to her. But what about those things not clearly defined as right and wrong in the Bible? Where you live, where you work, where to invest money? God has given us a mind to use for making decisions in those areas of life. So we should pray, ask for guidance from the Holy Spirit, get advice from other believers, check to see if it's legal, then make the decision and act on it. Life is daily. When we read the scriptures, we don't see God telling the people what to do every minute of every day. Living by faith includes the whole process of trusting God while making a decision and trusting God with the results of it. It's all about faith, not about being perfect. God is bigger than your mistakes. If he wasn't, he wouldn't be God. And God is bigger than your inadequacies. To be inadequate means failing to reach an expected or required standard, to be insufficient and lacking. Now, some of us wallow in our inadequacies. God knows about those things in which we feel insufficient or lacking, just not enough. Sometimes he leaves us to ourselves so we will recognize how insufficient we are without him. Then we'll desire him more. Have you noticed this in your life? I have in mine. Sarah was inadequate in her barrenness, and I think she had lost hope. Have you ever lost hope? The angel of the Lord appeared and personally gave her the good news she would soon be a mother. Sarah laughed, was confronted by the angel about her laughing, became afraid, and lied about her laughter. But God didn't zap her. Instead, he rejuvenated her body and filled it with the long-promised son. Thankfully, God has compassion on our inadequacies. What do you feel is insufficient in your life? I'm not talking about material things right now, but where do you feel you lack as a person, your character, your abilities? I already know I make mistakes all the time, so sometimes I feel inadequate to make decisions. But God is bigger than your inadequacies. If he wasn't, he wouldn't be God. The Apostle Paul knew he had dragged Christians in prison to be beaten and killed. But he also knew that God was bigger than his past. So he writes in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on. So dear listener, stop responding to desperate circumstances with hysteria or replaying mistakes over and over in your mind, or wallowing in your inadequacies. The question to ask now is this, what are you going to do today 
to press on beyond your weakness, beyond circumstances you're in, beyond mistakes you've made, beyond feelings of inadequacies that you have? How will you trust God now to show you how to press on beyond any weakness toward a new future? And as you press on, you can count on these four truths that are not nullified by any of your weaknesses. God loves you. He knows what's going on in your life. He can do something about it. And you can trust His goodness in whatever He chooses to do. Dear friends, we have a big God. He can take whatever is looking ugly in our lives and make it something praiseworthy. Maybe all that you've been through in life, desperate circumstances, blaring mistakes, and obvious inadequacies have led to this moment when God has brought you to get this message so you can trust in Him. God is bigger than your weaknesses. He could be showing you that today on your walk from fear to faith. Until next time, I'm Melanie Newton, hoping you will join me in being satisfied by His love.